The views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff of Impact 89FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hello and welcome to Exposure on Impact 89FM, the show where we talk to members of organizations at Michigan State University as well as nonprofit organizations in the East Lansing area. And now, this week's Exposure. Hello and welcome to Exposure. You're listening to Season 13 and we're your hosts, Megan Samp and Tessa Kresh. Today, we'll be interviewing a few members from the student club, Second Stage Productions. Second Stage is a student-led production company that produces a variety of shows that are fully student-produced including one in February. I actually happen to be the sound designer for this show, and we'll be talking a little bit more about that later in the interview. Today, we're here with three members of Second Stage. Could you guys introduce yourself along with your position slash role? Hi, everybody. My name is Lane Straub, and I am the president of Second Stage Productions. I'm also the director of our show coming up in February, The Glass Menagerie. Hi, y'all. My name is Andrew Brown. I am the co-president of Second Stage Musical Theater, which is an off-branch of Second Stage Productions, and I'm also a general member on the Second Stage board. Hey there, I'm Joshua Sowers. I am also the co-host and co-leader of After School Special, the improv group sub-branch of Second Stage Productions, which Lane is also a part of, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Could you guys give us a little explanation of what Second Stage Productions is and what happens behind the scenes? Yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head with it. What a great definition <laughs> at the beginning there. I got that straight from Campus Lab's website. Incredible. <laughs> they do a great job of They do. It. But I will say it has sort of evolved um, in the last couple of years because during the pandemic, we weren't really able to produce a lot of shows. So this year, we're trying to focus on um, the idea of this like subsect of the MSU Department of Theater providing opportunities for students that don't typically get theatrical opportunities, whether it's because they aren't in the theater major or because they don't feel like they're represented enough on the stages or the main stages of MSU's Department of Theater. And um, we do that by producing our own shows. We've done like short films in the past as well. Um, We do like cabarets and we have like a whole section of musical theater, which um, Andrew can talk more about. And then we have like an improv group as well, where students are putting on full on shows based off of like one word suggestions. If you don't know what improv is. Yeah, we're just a community of people who want to see more faces experiencing theater and representing the greater majority of the university as well. Yeah, so I can talk about Second Stage Musical Theater. Um, it's kind of a sub-branch under the umbrella of Second Stage Productions that's geared more towards musical theater specifically where people can come in and kind of perform for each other and get feedback from each other without the pressure of performing for professors. Um, we understand how daunting it is sometimes to kind of go into an audition without knowing anyone or really having much experience in the department, especially for students who are not theater majors. And so this is a place uh, where we meet once a week and you just come in and there we have themed weeks. You can bring any song you want. Um, and usually we have people perform twice, uh, one for just general feedback and then another to apply the notes that they just got. And then we end each semester with a cabaret. So. Yeah, I can talk a little bit about what After School Special does. Uh, Originally, After School Special was called just Second Stage Improv. That was a part of uh, Second Stage Productions. And we got like a rebranding probably around like 2019, I think it was. So I think my freshman like year was when it got the rebranding to After School Special. You can figure out the acronym. Uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> of I hear what... people talking about ass all the time. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah, you knew. never get it. You're like, it's ass improv. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pretty fun time. We have themed shows that we do uh, where we just kind of 
come up with a random theme. This one that we have coming up uh, for next weekend is actually just nuclear family. <laughs> so we're doing like a play on the 50s conservatism, like nuclear family style of like white picket fence house, but also like radiation just all over. So it's just going to be like the fallout end of the world. But Truly bizarre. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, but that's where we <laughs> thrive, you know. And yeah, improv is a very silly thing, but I've uh, really enjoyed uh, being a part of it and running through it. I mean, because improv is a very... Uh, pivotal skill I feel like to have sometimes when you're in theater so uh, getting that outlet to just go up and have fun with some friends and make some fun bits is always a good time for anyone involved in it yeah how did each of you guys get involved in second stage oh my goodness um my freshman oh that was it yes so my freshman year um just before the pandemic sent us all home um I got into a second stage production of the miracle worker Oh, I yeah. Whoa. Yes. Oh, I forgot that. that I was will a thing. say I was not comfortable with the part that I was <laughs> playing. If you can connect the dots, I didn't feel like I should have been accurately like representing that that role. Um if you're familiar with the miracle worker. So I was trying to figure out how to um, you know, exit that production and lo and behold we all got sent home <laughs> so i didn't have to do it and the i was like was answering your question yeah, long story short lane caused the pandemic I no i was like universe can you please do something to get me out can of this be, so i don't have to can lift you be finger. a miracle worker for me right now. yeah so a miracle happened and i didn't have to do it and it just kind of dissolved into nothing and then um gee i think over the summer they put out like an application for uh, some new board members because second stage has like a board as well as a president. And on that board, there is like a marketing slash PR role. And I have a minor in arts and cultural management. And so theater publicity has been something I've been trying to like uh, work on in my resume and things like that. So I was like, I'll do social media for you guys. And they liked my application and they said, join us. So I did. So I did social media for them um, during the pandemic when we were all home or most of us were home. I was. And that was kind of all digital. And I was like, oh, I'd really like to actually like to put on like a physical production when I when we get back to school. And once we were in person, like half of the board was gone because they graduated. And it was just me and Katie MacArthur, our previous president. And that's it, it, I was VP. She was president. And then this year I became president. And we've just been working on sort of revamping the whole organization and doing more um, like real shows rather than we did a lot of virtual stuff. Um Sorry, that answer was really wordy, but I guess that's how I got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we I are. Mean, I also got started my freshman year as well. I had become friends with people who were a part of the improv group at the time. And I was just going, we have open swims that After School Special does where anyone who's not in the troupe can come out from four to five and just play games with us, whatever we want to do, and just like hang out. So we usually like tell people when that is going to be. But that's where I started. I started going to those and then they told me to audition and I auditioned and now I'm steamheading the group with uh, a few of my closest friends so it's yeah it's been a crazy time and also like that I mean we've been doing things to where we've wanted to help bring up the quality as well of like where mm -hmm. uh, after school special can be because we did take like a fall off during the pandemic obviously like it was just like crazy drops of numbers like we had only like three four five people at one time for after school special and then over this whole year we've brought it up to about like like 13 to 14 people in the troop so it's a it's a pretty hefty number like increase in uh people so we've wanted to do more shows for that and so now we've started doing like more of these uh 
like after hours we call them for after school special which is just like these s- smaller shows that are short f- shorter uh long form games of improv that are like pay by donation so we're excited to get that underway too as well yeah and i um first joined uh second stage musical theater my sophomore year um freshman year um being on covid i didn't really know how to reach out to <laughs> those uh groups and i i remember seeing um videos of um them trying to put together like an online kind of form of a cabaret and i was like that's something i think i'm interested in so i joined my sophomore year um and then the two people who originally started the group graduated last year so then um me and then reese martin caitlin sanders um took over the group this year and yeah we've been going strong ever since and then this is also my first year of being on the board of second stage uh, productions which i really enjoy kind of being behind the scenes of how to put on our season and um just picking how we can bring theater to our department and the msu community are there performances for improv that people can go to and performances for musical theater? Yeah, so I mean, uh, as I said, like next week we're going to be doing our first uh, theme show that's coming back for After School Special, The Nuclear right. Family. So it's going to be short form games with, uh, you know, the sort of theme of this fallout radiation. Yeah, and then we, we're open to anyone during the week. Um, we meet Fridays from 2 to 4 in room 12 of the MSU Auditorium. And then for people who just want to come see us perform, we always have um, an end of the semester cabaret of sorts where we have duets. Um, this semester we'll have senior showcase solos. Um, and some group numbers that are usually revolving a theme. It'll be sometime during the last week of April um, as well in the MSU Auditorium, so be on the lookout for that. Where can you get tickets to stuff like this? We sell everything at the door. Yes. So it's like... It's it's very um, underground. underground. <laughs> Literally, we're in it's, the basement yeah, we are of in the, the basement. MSU Auditorium. So if you need help finding <laughs> Literally underground yeah, that location, it's kind of complex. But you just keep taking the stairs that go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is theater something that you guys see yourself doing in the future? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing I'd rather be doing, like besides doing theater and like making stories come to life and stuff. That's just like. What I set out to do when I came to college, and I found how I want to do it, and so that's how I'm going to go and do it. Yeah, me as well. I mean, I I came here um, wanting to kind of um, learn how to set myself up for success after college, and so I'd love to be able to perform for people and um, put on theater in any way that I can. Um, Hopefully in a bigger city, maybe New York. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. But that's definitely where I see myself going. And same here with me. Like, I came to MSU to do theater, and I plan to do it afterward as well. Um, and what's I'm bringing it back to second stage. I think what's great about this organization is that you can kind of it's very hands on, and we don't have the constant like over-the-shoulder, like, peer review of mm-hmm. faculty. So everything, in a lot of ways, feels like you're out in the real world doing theater. So knowing that I have this hands-on experience of, for example, directing a show by myself for the first time, um, or even just, like, running an arts administration makes me feel comfortable that I can do that when I get out of here. And that's, like, it makes me feel more confident and excited to do that when I graduate. So, yes, I will be working in theater when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about The Glass Menagerie. How did you get involved, and how did you become a director, and how did that all come about? 
So second stage productions. Every semester we put out a Google form where you can apply to direct a show, a play, a musical, whatever it is. And so I applied to direct The Glass Menagerie because it is my favorite play and I've always been drawn to it and I've always wanted to do it. And um, our board got together and talked about it. And basically we all decided that it should happen in the February slot. So that's how the play sort of came about. But um Casting it, we did it over Flipgrid, so people uploaded like self-tape videos of them doing monologues from the show, and um, me and my assistant director, Zach Deande, um casted the show pretty quickly. We had a lot of really amazing people audition, but it was, it was such a hard decision. Um, and just before that, we had decided our designers as well, so we kind of had this whole team ready to go over winter break so that we were good to just get into production meetings and rehearsals when we came back to school in January. That's a really quick turnaround. You had, you have one and a half months to put a show on? Yep. So show goes <laughs> up in on February 10th. That's our opening night. And it is currently January 23rd. Yeah, it's like. And we've had one week, one week of rehearsals. That's, and That's like a few more weeks. Wow. Like, Whoa. <laughs> like three weeks. Yeah. What's the rehearsal process like? How many hours are the actors putting into it? Oh, and quite you. a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, same with me. Uh, so basically, we rehearse every night, weekdays, from 6 to 10. And um, we're just getting through blocking the show, which if you don't know what blocking is, that's when we figure out sort of the staging images, like where people will stand, what they're going to be doing on stage, um, just to get like a general outline of the production and the movement. Um, and then once that is done, we'll start doing full runs and adding in like set pieces and costumes and lights. And then eventually the show is happening. Um, but this is a lot of work at home for these actors, I feel, because we're mostly just since we don't have much time, everything is devoted to just like the basics when we're all together. So it's like at home, you need to be working on your character. You need to be working on your lines. There's a million monologues in this play. So it's very much like lots of homework. And then you come in prepared. And that's what I have to do, too. I come in with all of my blocking ready, the plan for the day ready, and we just get it all done while we're together. Is this your first time directing something? Yes. I directed a couple things in high school as like a student director, but this is my first time like actually taking what I learned from being in shows at MSU and watching like my professors direct and trying to do my own thing. How's it going? Is it as you expected? Yeah. I feel so fulfilled. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. I oh, just awesome. I love it. I love working with my stage management team. Cora Large and Renee Kinsler are amazing people. My designers are incredible. Tessa is so smart and I love watching your little presentations about the sound design. Wow. It's just it's my favorite thing to lead a group of people to create something that we're all proud of and passionate about and that's exactly what theater is for all of us and myself. So and the actors are just it is so thrilling to watch your friends like succeed and help them get there. It's just, it's a process that I, I want to do more in my life. So hopefully this isn't my last time directing. It's <laughs> amazing that you're able to gain this experience in a very low pressure, fully student produced yes, way. Totally. I am actually the sound designer for this show. And I was very reluctant to take this position or take any sound design position because I've never done it before. But lovely director over here told me that this is a great experience for me to gain experience. Yes. And it's we're so lucky to have you, too, because you bring such um, like a talent and like knowledge about a, a world of sound design that we haven't applied to any second stage shows yet. Like, I think you're going to bring on a lot of interesting levels of like um, improvement for us in a way. That's kind of a weird way to put it. But um, I'm excited to see where you take the show. And this is your first time working with us, right? Yeah. So 
can I even spin it back to you? Like, what's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, let's start flipping this interview. Yeah, Wait, yeah coming oh. from someone that doesn't know much about any of this, what is sound design exactly? Like, what do you do? I'm basically taking sound elements and putting it in the show to enhance it. Mm. Um, so this show actually comes with music. <laughs> Composed by, by Paul Bowles or Bowles. Bowles I don't know. I'm I think. so sorry, Bowles. Paul. Yeah. Is it like W? I don't want to say Bowles. B O W L E S. Yeah, it's Might be Bowles. It might be Bowles. So I'm working with the music to add texture and make a story kind of happen through sound. And I really appreciate the facilities to do so in a way that. I don't feel this immense pressure to do it perfect. Totally. Um, because there's a lot of power in making mistakes, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you do have the outlet to reach out to a mentor right. or someone from the department if you need that help. <laughs> so have you guys done any student-written work? Yeah, actually, we have. Um, so my my roommate, uh, Case DeConing, uh, put on a... he wrote Well, he wrote an adaption of a book... By Donna Tartt. I, I'm not going to say what the name of it is, but the play that he wrote was called Seeds of Corruption. And we had actually decided to put it on as an adapted staged reading. Um, I got the chance to play uh, the main character, Richard, in it. Mm-hmm. And Lane was also in it as mm-hmm. well. I played Camilla McCauley. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of the twins of the show. And yeah. it was just a, it was a really cool vibe. We had two shows on the same day that time because... There's a lot of stuff with Donna Tartt and, like, the rights to actually have an adapted work of a book. And um, so, you know, it, it was a whole thing that it Case was... It was a staged reading. It was a staged mm-hmm. reading. But it was once, it was free, and we did it twice, and it was only for one day and yeah. never to be done again. Donna Tartt. But we try to do something like that every year, like have a student who maybe wrote a play or something. Like, we want to produce yeah. it. And I feel like I try, We as a board, we try mm-hmm. to actively seek out those students who have original work and we're like we are a resource for you like if you want to see yeah. what it looks like in real life like we can do that for you because what i think is so special is that yeah we like obviously with theater you're gonna have like shows improv and musical theater these are like just like core things like of theater but then there's a lot of stuff that no one really thinks about especially at college being able to do at a level like playwriting mm-hmm. or directing or like backstage production design like what you're doing tessa as well so it's just like there's every single facet of what makes theater run going on in just this one small like student run production company basically so it's just like really awesome to see when everything comes together for shows time and time again like they just keep getting better and better to come to and see yeah i was gonna ask how you guys balance being full-time students and along with doing all of this work like this is a job <laughs> yeah um it's definitely something that we have to kind of work around with our, the rest of our Um, theater priorities and obligations but I think it's also kind of a relieving um, organization to be a part of because because of that lack of pressure to um, kind of perform for people I love SSMT because we get to come in on a Friday when the school week is done and we just get to kind of sing for each other and um, it's honestly more for just feeling like you're part of a community um, more than anything like it's great to get the feedback for your performing but it's also just so fun to build connections with people and meet new people and see how much they grow oh my gosh we just had our first meeting last week and it's just crazy to think like where some of these people start they come in they aren't even like 
affiliated with the department and they come in and they have so many new friends and so much more confidence in their performing and that's what it's all about to me i think it's awesome so anybody can join no matter the major minor oh yes. yeah yeah no yeah. matter the only thing i will say is it, potentially we will adjust this in the future because i feel bad that we don't have like weekly meetings for just anyone who wants to be Im- involved with generic second stage productions but currently right now as a member you can only become of a member of SSMT or AS Improv. SSMT, Second Stage Musical Theater, AS as After School Special. Thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. As we're talking, I'm like, there, just we're acronyms. just using so many theater words. That, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like a how-to du- for dummies on theater that we're like just doing right now. Exactly. Almost like yeah. an audio yeah. book for it. Yeah. You mentioned Open Swim? Yes. Right? Is that something anybody can get involved in? Oh, yeah. Anyone can come to Open Swim. Anyone is welcome to. Uh, It's usually an hour. So our rehearsals run uh, in the basement of the MSU Auditorium at Studio 60 from 3 to 5 on Fridays. Um, And usually our Open Swims, they're usually from 4 to 5 on those times and those days that we have them on Fridays. Awesome. And what's your guys' favorite part about being like a member of Second Stage? Mine is there's so many different ways to be involved. I think like I do I help run second stage musical theater and I'm on the board, but I also got a chance to act as well um, in um, a little production of Rocky Horror. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A great, great production. We've been yes. beating around that bush for a yeah. 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 Like, like, <laughs> that production completely sold out, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. This was all three shows. This was such a moment for second stage and it was kind of like all of the stars aligned in a perfect way. Um, it was the first full fully produced musical we've done post pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I mean, every single aspect of design was on point. Um, It really was like, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference that it was a student run production as opposed to a department um, production. And so it it was was so much fun to be in. I have to shout out Josh Denver for directing it. He Mm -hmm. did such a great job with this. It definitely like when I was in it, I was like, I truly feel like such a, um, like I'm fully involved in second stage now, just being in different aspects of the production company. And yeah, like you said, Tessa, it sold out completely each night. And our last night we had over. We had a standing <laughs> the, room. We had yeah, standing room. That was room. crazy to see. Yeah. Um, I, that's yeah. probably the, just the best part. I think yeah. that, yeah, seeing it time and time again, like the weird and large community that's just being, that's just growing within second stage. Because mm-hmm. that, yeah, I... I was shocked. I had never seen the basement lobby of that auditorium as packed as it was for people lining up to see a show in that basement. That's just my favorite part about it time and time again. It's just seeing all the people that come out Mm -hmm. and new people, new faces every single time. Yeah. yeah. And I think just to add one more thing, like part of the reason why that was so special was just I think every theater person – can agree that there's a special sort of euphoria you get on opening night mm-hmm. or just when there's when everyone's there to see the show or all the work that you've done come to life and it's so fun to like see the culmination of everybody's hard work come together and then you realize that that was all students and at one point you were all like what the heck are we doing but you made it work like mm-hmm. we always make it work and then we learn so much through it all and it's just it's just so sweet and I I'll miss that when I graduate but it's We'll, we'll get that a few more times this semester, so I'm exactly. looking forward to it. Exactly. It's just, yeah, it's great. That's really beautiful. Yeah, um, who would you guys recommend to join? I think if you if you did theater in high school and you're like, <laughs> where do I do it? And you want to do it at MSU, like, 
hit up second stage. We we are a resource for you to get out those theater kid, you know, jitters or whatever. Yeah, um, whatever you call them. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have always heard of improv and you thought it was like weird or cool or whatever, try it. Come to an open swim on yeah, a Friday I in mean, the basement. Like, yeah, improv is super universal. I mean, one of our professors, Sarah Hendrickson, uh, shout out to her as well. We're shouting out so many people. Um, <laughs> we're just plugging the whole department. Mm-hmm. Sarah Hendrickson's the improv teacher, comedy teacher, um, and she does a, a business improv class. So for students that are in the business college who maybe just like need to sort of expand on how they uh, present or just have those better like social skills, uh, she teaches an improv course that gets those out and uh, helps build it up. So, yeah, I mean, if you're just looking for anything, like some sort of release in any way, it, mm-hmm. it, theater is just a great outlet for it. Yeah, and if you need to release by belting out a juicy <laughs> note, like that's SSMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I really do, like I know we've said it, but I want to emphasize, like you really do not have to be affiliated with the theater department at no. all to be involved in this. And, I mean, we have... We have Lyman Briggs majors. We have hospitality majors. I mean, people come from all across campus just to get their little musical theater fix for the week, and I love that. And I think that um, if you're someone who is kind of craving that since being in college um, and you're not necessarily involved in theater in any other way, then we're the perfect place for you. Mm -hmm. That's really refreshing to know that anybody can join and anybody's welcome. On Friday, if anybody wants to come get jiggy with it they can (laughs) no the will smith really okay yeah well yeah if anyone wants to come and get jiggy with it on friday in studio 60 we could fill the whole place up and i wouldn't care i would still have the best time because we would still find a way to make sure everyone was playing improv that that day and shake their after school special oh wow wow Wow. also you can walk into any ssmt yeah on fridays as well you could even do a double whammy two to four ssmt room 12 and then hit the four to five (laughs) after school special right down the hall yes megan i think we have plans this friday i know (laughs) so what's your guys favorite memory that you've had over the past four years whoa Pertaining to deep, deep like the pertaining to like yep. <laughs> second stage. Your favorite memory. I was like, ever. whoa, we're going all the way into the deep end now. So, what's your guys' favorite memory pertaining to second stage over the past four years? I think mine was actually performing in or our staged reading of uh, the Seeds of Corruption. I was just gonna have to, yeah, yeah, because I, I had seen Case writing so much of it, I had just kind of like been living with him at the time and also like I was friends with him before that when he started the idea so then seeing that all just kind of come together was really awesome it was such yeah. a cool vibe and we put it together like we originally were just kind of just gonna sit and read it but then day of we like added some more like flourishes to it like, and it was so just like blocking. a crazy day mm-hmm. of like just learning theater in like an hour like doing a whole show from front to back like completely the opposite of what you had it the day before and then to do that twice for yeah. all and it was yeah. just a really well-written show. And it was student-written, like... All right I know is that I saw some promotional pictures for that show. The promotional photos were crazy. That looked amazing. Yeah, those um, were really good. Where can people find those pictures? At Second Stage MSU on Instagram. Is there any other socials you guys would like to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can, we can plug yes. MSU after school. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and SSMT, SSR. We have two other <laughs> Instagrams. Second Stage Musical Theater's Instagram is Second Stage MT. 
Um, and then we also have an email um, if you'd like to get on the email list. That's where we send all of our like um, signups for performances that week and also just general information. And that's secondstagemt at gmail.com. Amazing. Hold on, I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> He's checking. His phone. I didn't know what the after school special improv uh, Instagram handle was, but it's MSU after school. That's as simple as it is. What's your favorite memory pertaining oh, to second stage? Um, I was trying. I definitely closing night of Rocky. I think oh. was such electric, a, like crazy experience that I've never had in any show, let alone um, this student produced show. Um, just the audience's energy was through the roof and yeah if you ha- if you were there or you just have been to a rocky show in general you know that there's call outs oh, like I was, that the audience I was has. screaming at you Andrew yes. like so much <laughs> it, uh, it literally felt as though we were performing like with the audience yeah. as opposed to for the audience which was just really cool and everyone had such a good time well, and it was also it. like sorry it was just like really cool to see like all of our work kind of come to fruition in that way. I was in the audience at that closing night, and it was just one of the best shows I had seen. Did you say something about throwing rice? Yeah, they throw rice yes. in Rocky Horror. Um, it's just like they, yeah, like Rocky Horror is a big <laughs> cult classic sort of thing, and there's so many weird things about the culture of just like going to watch Rocky Horror, of like shouting stuff out. Um, you throw props, throw you throw props, rice. Throw, it's yeah. just a very strange experience, but it's so fun, <laughs> and, and it, that's yeah. what we did last fall. And it's all thanks to Tim Curry. (laughs) God bless him. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. I'm sorry I'm having a Tim Curry. (laughs) I'm so happy that you guys had us here. I'm so glad. Thank you guys so much for coming. (laughs) The photos we discussed on this interview, including the promotional photos, are available on impact89fm.org. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and program director, McKenna Lowndes. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you're interested in going back and listening to an archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on next week, you can tune back in and we'll see you back here. You've been listening to Exposure. This has been this week's edition of Exposure on Impact 89FM. If you missed anything, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org, where you can find our weekly exposure podcast. If you would like to come visit us and talk about your respected organization at MSU or a nonprofit organization in the East Lansing area, feel free to contact us, again, on our website at impact89fm.org. Thanks for listening to Exposure on Impact 89FM.